Okay, so we are uh, trying to finish up Perachav Gimel. We ran into uh, a little bit of a kasha that uh, I told you guys I would find where it is in Netzach, and obviously as soon as we we got off the call, I uh, I realized I'd been right there. So uh, in Netzach Yisrael, Perak Tes, Divur Amaschil, V'Kaamar, yeah, and so over there he talks about the concept that the since the Yitzia from Mitzrayim was alminas the hachnasa into Eretz Yisrael. Those are the words that the Yitzia me Mitzrayim was alminas the hachnasa. So since that was the case, so. It, it was Roy, it was the right thing to do with what was that if we would have come in, the same generation that left Mitzrayim would have come in to Eretz Israel, then it would have been unbreakable, the, the connection would have been would have been permanent, etc. etc. Right? So that was what we thought sounded different than what we're seeing over here. Uh, because the morale says that the Lohayu Yotse Mitzrayim Rauin Lavo El Haaretz Kirauin Shiyu Shnei Doros Leelu Shnei Dvorim Chadashim. If I have two Chidushim, just like in a Gemorrah, if I have two Chidushim, I should present them w- with two different stages in the Gemorrah, two different Mamras, or, or you know, tease them apart somehow, or, or at least conceptually. There's Chidush A, and there's Chidush B. Now, potentially, you could sometimes do an action which entails both of them, but in concept, it's two separate states, it's two separate movements, right? Um... Lamashal, why is it that a woman gets married? We think of getting married, right? But in the eyes of the Torah, it's what? It's Kedushin and Yusuin. Right? Now, people are, people often wonder, why can't you just, I mean, just do everything in one shot? Right, the, the, in the times of the Gemara, the Minog was to wait quite a while in between, right, a year um, between the Kedushin and Yisuin. So, what's the what's the point of it? I mean, if you already did Kedushin, you already convinced. So, why are you doing Yisuin now? Why are you not doing Yisuin now? Why are you waiting for another year? Right, it's just you still have to you still need to get afterwards, right? Um. Okay, so you could give practical reasons that, well, if the girl's very young, so you do kedusha on her when she's very young, but then you don't actually start living with her as husband and wife until she gets a little bit older, right? But obviously, according to this morale, it's all very easy. Is conceptually there are two stages to her being your wife. Stage number one is kedusha, which is that she's. Asura Kule Alma Kehekdish, she becomes forbidden to the rest of the world 
right? No other man can marry her. No other man can take her. That's one. And then nisuin is when the husband is machnas the kala tachas the chupa, right? Then she goes to him. So there's two stages. Stage number one is she separates from everybody else. Stage number two is she comes into him. So the moral is saying the same thing over here. That stage number one was leaving Mitzrayim. Stage number two was coming into Eretz Yisrael. So that being the case, that just like there are two conceptual stages, now theoretically they could both be done by the same generation, but the moral saying that already being that it's not one act, it's two separate acts, so then... To a certain extent, you should have people that are muchud for this, and you should have people that are muchud for that. So, that's what appears to be a stira to Nezach Yisrael Perektas. Um, any suggestions, by the way? Can you, can you call can you just re-explain what um, Gvur Sashem is saying? That's different. I just, I didn't... Gvur Sashem by us over here? Yeah. Gvur Sashem, well, first we'll just read the words again. Uh, he says, Ki lo hayu yotze mitzrayim, though the, the generation that left Egypt, were not ruuyin fit lavo el haaretz, to come to Eretz Yisrael. Meaning in the in the abstract concept, if someone asked you, hey, before this ever happened, someone asked you, hey, do you think that the people who are leaving Mitzrayim are going to get to come into Eretz Yisrael? Maral says the, the, the betting odds would be, no, they will not. Why? Because there are two chidushim over here. There are two separate stages of development. Stage number one is leaving Mitzrayim. Stage number two is coming into Eretz Yisrael. So that... Minastam should be done by two separate generations. Right? And the Maral in Netzach, Perktes, Yermaskal Vakamor Betishabav, that since the Yetziah was Almanasta Achnasa, it should have followed one from the other. And and therefore, and then we, there wouldn't have been any possibility of an exile. With the, the connection, Kalser would have had to it, so it would have been unbreakable. But since it was two separate generations, so now it could be it could be broken. Yeah, we got the question clear. Okay, so what I would say is. In Hachinami, that's 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 true. It was very difficult to be the same people to be Yotzei Mitzrayim and to be the same people that come into Israel. That was a challenge. That's why there was a very big Gate Sahara for them not to be able to do that, and that's why they failed. But if they would have managed to succeed, if the Yitzchak would have been Almenas the Hachnasa, which was 
more, let's say, from Hashem's perspective. So, you know, Hashem took us out in order to bring us into Israel. I mean, there's two ways you could view it. You could view it as two different moves. Move number one, leaving. Move number two, coming in. Or you could say, well, wait a second. Why is this girl accepting Kedusha? Why is she, this girl allowing herself to become also to the whole world Kehektish? She's not just doing it because she likes to be also to the whole world, right? She's doing it because... She wants to have a new suin with this man. Right? So although it's two stages, but they are linked. They're, they are, there's a causality between them. Right? The reason why she's becoming Oster is because she wants to be married to him. The reason why we're leaving Mitzrayim is because we want to come into Eretzisrael. So if we can make that Tlia, that interdependency, Tlia is from language of? Tolui, Tolui, hanging, interdependent, right? So in learning, we have you, you can have two different concepts, right? But if you can, but if you can claim an interdependency between the two of them, then you can discover all sorts of lishitosos and things that you can say that even though these two two different things, but the, you know wherever the one is, that's that's where usually you'd find the other, you'd expect to find the other one. So the two of them become interdependent. So to over here. That through uh, that, if Bnei Israel could have been only the Nisayan and managed to come into Israel, it would have been would have become totally habaha. That the Yitzia is for the sake of the Hachnasa. So, being that we're not in Mitzrayim, so then we must be in Eretz Israel, and there will be no room for Golos. Does that make sense? Wow, you guys are really, uh, everyone's uh, shouting back. You can say no. It's okay. You can say no, that I, don't, I don't get it. Ari, yes, no, maybe. Yeah, no, it's good. Okay, Ari got it. Noah? Wasn't following the Kasha. Exactly. late. Didn't get the Kasha. Okay. Ari, say the Kasha. Um, we wanted to... Sorry, I just stepped. <laughs> we were talking about the um, the Nisuin and Kedushin. Okay, right. well, that was my example that I that I, I brought up an example of. Yeah, yeah. of the, you mean the kasha between the Gevurah Hashem and the Netzach Yisrael? Yes. So the, the kasha is. It sounds like from Gevurah Hashem that you specifically need two different doros to accomplish this. That one one can't possibly do both. There is. Or at least not Roy. He he he, uh, he says. Roiin. Right. I mean, conceptually, that's what you would expect. Right. Yeah. But yet we see in Netzach Yisrael that it was designed, that initially the intention was that this one generation, the whole point of leaving Mitzrayim, was to go, uh, was to go to Eretz Yisrael. And they, that's expected as opposed to being not Roy to be the same. You hear the Kasha? I think so, yeah. That's what we brought up last week right, at yeah. the end of the, okay. 
So, so we're answering that. You know, uh, I guess I guess in every sugya you have you have the posh, you have the posh pshat and you have the lomdos underneath it, right? So in pshat, yes, of course, these are two separate chedushim. You could theoretically have one without the other. You could have a people leave Mitzrayim but not come into Eretz Yisrael. Right? You can have people come into Eretz Yisrael but they didn't leave Mitzrayim. So that theoretically could be the case. But is that where you want to stay or no? You want you want to bring it to a point. That just like Hashem, when Hashem was taking us out of Mitzrayim, He wasn't stomping taking us out of Mitzrayim. He was taking us out of Mitzrayim in order to bring us into Eretz Yisrael. So if we could have gotten to that deeper connection, that we're not just leaving Mitzrayim because it's really bad for us over there, they're working us very hard. We're leaving Mitzrayim because we want to come into Eretz Yisrael. And that's what we did. Then that type of Ashkafa would have made it that we would have never been exiled again. But once they were separated into two separate doros, which is the, so to speak, the Poshib Shat, how you would view it, so then, okay, so then it's possible to never go back and be enslaved in Mitzrayim again, but also not to be in Eretz Yisrael. Okay. Back in the Gvurus Hashem. Vezek Asher, Elu, Shnei, Dvarim heim mechulokim yitzis mitzrayim v'nesinus haaretz. The two different concepts. Shehadavar hayadua. Haacher. Sorry, where are you? Are you in chapter 23? We're, no, we're, we're just in chapter 22. We left off last week with asking Akasha from end of Perakhov base to Netzach Yisrael Perakhtas. We just, we just finished, finished working through that. Yeah? So you're saying that, that, Shehadavar Yadua Ha'acher means entering into Eretz Yisrael. Enutivili Gamri. It's not, it's not physical. Shehotzi Osam. Wait, so which one is not TV? Do you have a correction? Do you have a gear set? Does anybody have a gear set change over here? Shahadavar Hayadua. I have Ha'acher Eino Tivili Gamri. You have Echad. Perfect. Okay, no, that, 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 uh, that, that works better. Okay. The, um, Dan, you have that correction also? He does. Why, why are you not believing him? Because he has my version. No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't have my one. No. He doesn't have our Hartman's version? No. He doesn't have your version or Hartman's version. Either one. Hilarious. Okay. He has the... Uh, 
the Tiferes. Okay, yeah, but but uh, yeah, I think that the that will read much better. Shehadavar Yadua, this is known. Ha'echad, the first one means Yitzis Mitzrayim. Enu Tiviligami, that was not physical in any sense of the word. Shehotziosam, but also Mosim. Hashem took us out with tremendous miracles. Vehasheni. Nesinas which is and the second one, which is the Nesinas Haaretz, Shel Sheva Umos, Umailo. I think probably is meant to say was TV. It's like a some words missing. Dan, you have you have all the missing texts. Over there, do they insert anything by you? Well, that, that's the difference. So you're saying, you see, Mitzrayim was miraculous. Hachnasa to Eretz Yisrael was TV, was natural. So the two of them are two different types of Chidushim, two different... They're working in different processes there, so it doesn't, uh, it's not something that just because you do one means you do the other. So they are two different um, spiritual uh, loftinesses. These two milos mean one of of being Yosef Mitzrayim, the other one of being Koshe Aretz. Vein Rui Shia Lador Echad. Bema Shehadvorim Shenosan Lahem. Keshe Yotsu Mi Mitzrayim. Hey, Milus Ruchanius. When we left Mitzrayim, we got spiritual loftiness. Venisinus Aretz. Kimin Hogushaloilam. But the giving of the Eretz Yisrael means that we had to conquer it in a normal way. We had Siat Deshmaya, but it was non-miraculous. L'kach ra'ui le'ilu shnei ma'ilus shtei doros mechulokim. So that's how Maral explains the final opinion brought over here in the Medrash. Why was Moshe Rabbeinu taking the sheep out to the desert? It was a simon ze lacha b'midbar ata manichen or b'midbar ata asid lachzirin. And that's talking about the future conquest of Eretz Yisrael.
So there's two, there's a break. There's going out to the desert is one, and from the desert to Eretz is another. So the desert is like a stopping place. It's a hefsik. It's a uh, it's an interruption between the two. So that's it's significant. That's why Moshe Rabbeinu was taken out to the Midbar. By the way, the Rabbi Hartman does bring this down um, on a three-page note at the end of the paragraph. Oh, he brings this tira. Yeah, just not on, not in the middle of the paragraph on the previous page, but. Oh, okay, good. Brings down many sides. No, can I take a look at your at your safer? See what he answers. You want you want to summarize it for us? And whenever you have to put um, chapter headings in a footnote. Uh, <laughs> How many svarim is the Hartman? Oh. And it's not done. Oh, it's not done. Oh. Yeah. This goes to chapter um, 38, I think. Chapter volume 2. Alright, Mazel Tov, we finished Perak Chav Beis, uh, starting Perak Chav Gimel, Be'ez Hashem. Perak Chav Gimel, V'yavo Ad Har HaElokim Chorovo. So Moshe Rabbeinu came to the mountain of God, Chorovo, simply translated would be out to the desert over there, B'midrish. Chamejah Shmos Yesh Lo, this mountain has five names. Har Elokim, Har Bashan, Har Gavnunim, Har Chorev, Har Sinai. Okay, now why would something have five different names? Five aspects to it. Okay, so it means these. If something just had one name, although you know we might, Alderch you Remez. Know, this is an important point I'm going to make right now. You always have to understand what level you're talking at, right? Alderch Remez, which remember Remez is the the Golden Mishle explains that you have really two tracks. In Pardes, we think of Pardes as just four um, Pshat, Drush, Remez, Sod. Right? But um, it's not, ex- I mean, it is four, but they kind of operate a little bit differently. The, and that's why sometimes instead of being listed as Pshat, Drush, Remez, Sod, sometimes they list as Pshat, oh sorry, Pardes. Pshat is not Pshat Drush Remesod. Pardis is Pshat Remes Drush Sod. Good. So, right there in the spot, we can ask, wait a second, but why is it Pshat Remes Drush Sod? So, the goal explains it goes like this. It's Pshat 
is the superficial understanding of drush. Okay, drush is the pnimius of the pshat. So the Torah divides into two, and each one of those has chitzoni and the pnimi. Okay, so pshat is the chitzoni, and drush is the pnimi, and then remez is the chitzoni of sod, which is the pnimi. Okay, um, and it makes enough kamina. It makes enough kamina how you learn things. Uh, for example, you can't get remez unless you know sod. Right, remez is a hint. The Torah is winking to you, but you only get it if you know that I'm trying to say something. And I give you a wink, so you get it. Otherwise, you just think I have a twitch, right? So. If a person knows what he's looking for, he knows sowed, and he's learning, oh, look at this, there's a remez right here to that. Yeah? My shein came, um, if you don't know the sowed, so then you don't know anything. For example, you're given a name. Um, um, you know, Kolev, I don't know, right, Kolev. So, no, you have anything to say about Kolev? Not much, right? Um, or Yeshua. You know, there's, but the, those names are full of Ramazim, right? If you know the soul, if you know the secret of who that person was, what he stood for, the you know, the his Shorsh and Hashem, or whatever you want to call it, so you'll see it clearly in his name. Yeah? That's in the world of Sowed and, and therefore remes. So of course all names are always marumas to something. But we're currently dealing in Chazal. Um, I mean these Chazal, not there's Chazal that also operate Alpi Sowed and therefore talk about Ramazim also. But Midrashim and Gemoras, tr- true to their name, a Midrash comes from the language of Drush. So Drush is the pnimius of the pshat. Now, in, in there, it works the other way around. Pshat, unlike in sod and remes, where you can't see the remes, you have to first know the sod, then you can see the remes to it. Yeah? In this aspect, it works the other way around. Um, from you, you, pshat, everybody has pshat. As long as you know some basic Hebrew, you get pshat. Right? And then, from the pshat, you need to make it to the drush. That's the difference. Okay, so but so that's how the goes plays. Why is pardes pshat remes drush sod? Because first we represent two external aspects of each system. Pshat is the external aspect of the what's going to be drush, and the remes is the external aspect of what's going to be sod. And then you have the drush, and then you have the sod. Okay? Um, so, so the point is, a name, sure, a name has a remosum to it. Every name does. Right? But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about in the world of drush. In the world of pshat, in the world of drush. Now, how do you ever get to drush? Answer is, you got problems in pshat. Right, Dan? That's what the Gwari taught you. Why do you ever go to drush? Because you got problems in pshat. So, what's the problem with Pshat? Problem Pshat is, why in the world would one mountain, the Torah be referring to it by five different names? 
even theoretically, a, a freak accident happened and different peoples and different populations, you know, called it different things and, and actually indeed had five names that different people would refer to it by, but the Torah doesn't need to use all five of those, right? So the Torah would just pick a name and stick with it. So the fact that the Torah refers to this mountain with five different names must mean that, th- that it needs to be darshaned, right? That, that doesn't work in Pshat. That's a problem with Pshat. So now we're going to darshan the, the names. Okay, does that, does that make sense, Hakdama? It's important. Okay. Um, Har ha'elokim. Shesham kibu Yisrael malchuso. So it's called the mountain of God because that's where we accepted lordship. Hashem's lordship over us. Har bashan. Shekol ma'ashi Yisrael. Ochlim. Bishnehem Bishchus Hatora Shinitna Bahar. Shinemar Imbuchukose Telechu. And then there's a brocha afterwards of having prosperity, etc. So Bashan is Bishain with your teeth. So it means all your food is a result of what happened here on this mountain, which was the Kabbalah Satora. Hargav Nunim. Shenaki mikol mum kegvina. It's white like cheese, right? Gvina doesn't have any. Is white? Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about what's it called? White cheese in, in Israel is called white cheese. I think like l- liquid. Like a yogurt, kind of, but not, but not sweet. Gvina lavana. Okay, so. So not, not cheddar. Not cheddar. No, not, not. We're not talking about hard cheese. We're talking about for, for, the closest thing in America is like sour cream. Like liquid. Sour cream. The consistency of sour cream. Yeah. So that's that's called that's a gvina. That's a it's, it's a cheese, as opposed to a milk, right? So it's just perfectly, purely white and just very very clean and homogeneous. Har chorev shemimeno notlu bezdin rishus leharog. Becherev. It comes from a language of sword. That from this, the, obviously, a sword, an execution by the sword, is a, is a very powerful execution. It may not be the most severe of the four executions, but it shows the power of basin. They can literally, you know, they can they can chop someone's head off. Right, so that is a place where Basin gets power. Rav Shmuel Bar Nachman Amar. Alternative explanation: Shemisham Natlu 
Аакум that from there comes out the the decree that the non-Jewish idol worshippers will be destroyed. Shenemar Vagoyim Choruv Yichravu. That they they will be destroyed. Harsinai, final name, Harsinai, Shemimeno Yarda Sina Laakum. That from it descended um, hatred to the Goyim. What is that? How is that connected to Sinai? Sina. Sina. Like Sina. Sina. My hatred. Like Sina is with the Samach. Yes, yeah, Samach and Sin are not infrequently interchanged. Yep. Okay. So that's uh, those are the uh, obviously now we're going to go through um, speaking out why there are these five names to what we refer to as Hartsinai which is perhaps the more the more common name. Okay, Birze. Do we do we have do we have another? It's it's currently um, fifty four nine fifty four. Do we have another six minutes or? Okay. Birze ki nesinas torali Israel mylil yona limikablim. The giving of the Torah, that was a great thing for the Jewish people. It was a very, very high thing. When we merited this great level, but, and the nations are not fit for this, because like the Derech Hashem says, they do not follow in the ways of Avram Avinu, of going and, restore, and re- restoring the Tzalem Elohim to the way that Adam Rishon had been Kodom Achayit. Ein Sofek ki yikablu al yedeze rihuk v'sina. Okay, so now he's coming to explain why, okay, fine, just because just because Hashem chose us and brought us close. But why should that make it there's going to cause a certain distancing for the uh, for for the goyim, for the akum. Distancing from what? From us or from Hashem. Yeah. yeah. So he's saying that when a per- when just say over. I I I heard it many times. Became the gro. Never saw it inside. Just recently, I saw it inside from Rav Tzadok that 
the Nase Venishma that we said at Harsinai, the Nase was that we took the Yedain Yedei Esav from Esav. We took the doing from Esav. And the Nishma is we took the Shmiya from Yishmoel. I mean, the, the, those are the, you know, unique relationship that each one of those nations had with Hashem, that each one of them, this was, uh, through this was their, was their closeness to Hashem. And um, Rashi brings that Hashem came from having offered Esav and Yishmael the Torah, and they refused, right? So, so Hashem came to us and brought to us the all the you know the, so to speak the spiritual advantages etc at that moment the property their properties became um, ownerless right the, the, I mean the, the non-jews properties um, and the, the point was because of a refusal to accept the Torah now on the other hand here we're saying, that they couldn't really accept the Torah to begin with. They, they didn't have the proper hachana to accept the Torah, which the Marang verse Hashem talks about. So it means it's true. But it's, it's not that the Jews, I mean, there wasn't even any actual free will decision. It's not like Hashem came to them and they gathered an assembly together and they you know, voted yay or nay for accepting the Torah, right? It means spiritually their their national mazel or whatever you want to call it pushed back. And when the Torah was coming down, it kind of tried all the all the different routes. Of course, the only natural route was towards Klausel, but by trying those different routes, um, it kind of solidified and made absolutely concrete in this world that which had until now only been the case in potential. I mean, until now, it was indeed true that as far as the ability to receive the Torah, the only ones that had that, had that were Klausel, and that was due to the tremendous avoda of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and then followed by the purification of the Kurshal Barzal of Mitzrayim, and uh, and the clouds are leaving to go out to be in Kabbalah Torah. That whole process made us roy and capable of receiving the Torah, whereas they didn't have that. But until the Torah is given, that's all just in potential. It's all just theoretical. Once the Torah was given, means they are not the Kabbalah Torah. We are the Kabbalah Torah. They are not the Kabbalah Torah. That, by definition sets a divide, sets a distance between them and Hashem. Meaning this is this is Salam Elohim. They should have been close to Hashem. Adam Rishon was close to Hashem. Adam Rishon was learning Torah. And now these people have in the end of the day made it such that it is not theirs. Which is the Derek Hashem says that um, you know although with Avram Avinu it became locked in that this is the only um 
inheritance they can have this is the only lineage they can have they can, they can restore that Salamulukim of Adam Rishon and uh, you know have that closeness to Hashem but at Maimad Har Sinai it was there was there was another opportunity not another opportunity so to speak um, you know, necessarily practically but all the all the non-Jews felt across the whole world there's something happening over there like like Yisro for example right he felt there's something big happening and he went there he was misguided right so this was on an individual level they could have still come and the Obviously, they, it was not something that they were predisposed to. Uh, it was not something they were ready for. And uh, they didn't do it. That's why we're going to talk about now, next week, the, all these different spiritual realities that took place as a result of the Jewish people being the Kabbalah Torah.